Hi, welcome to Mare Studies. I am one of your hosts, Jill. And I am the other host, Lucas. Lucas is very wound up today. So. I'm in a good mood today. I'm excited to talk about the song. Is I've been dying to text you about the song. I, okay, this is interesting. Yeah. I'm going to say good job to everybody who voted because I was, I almost just went thank with you, comfortable. Thank you, thank you. Everyone but you. I almost <laughs> just went with Comfortable because I was so excited about talking about that song. Uh-huh. And it had been mentioned so many times. I did a poll like, should we even do the voting, guys? What do mm-hmm. you think? And overwhelmingly, just go with Comfortable one. But then I was like, well, that's not how we do it. That's not the process, whatever. So I put up a poll between the two most mentioned songs, which was Emoji of a Wave and Comfortable. Mm-hmm. Confident Comfortable would win. Yeah. And it was probably the closest mm-hmm. vote we've ever had. Um, and I was like, I can't believe Emoji of a Wave one. Like, this is so annoying. And then I listened to it, and I was like, I forgot how much I love this song. This is a great song, and so there's no rights or wrongs. They're mm-hmm. both good songs, but I'm glad we dove into this one, also because I'm just going to pick Comfortable as my choice. Okay, so. well, there you go. <laughs> We're going to get there eventually. So, yeah, this is episode 31, Emoji of a Wave, Yay. and I had a very similar response to this song. Uh, of all the songs we've done... I think my appreciation for the song because of diving deep for the podcast mm-hmm. has increased more for this song than for any other song that we've done. I would agree with that on my end too. I, I, I'm, I love this song now in a way that I've always liked the song, mm-hmm. but it really rewards a close listen mm-hmm. from, a mu- from a musical standpoint. The production, the arrangement, the recording quality, the mixing, it's just so good. I'm going to go out on a limb and say something maybe controversial. Mm. I think this is John Mayer's best sounding song. I think it's certainly the best sounding song. His voice or overall? Overall. Overall. I just, I don't feel like I'm prepared to rebuttal that in mm-hmm. any way. And I'm going to have to think about that and get back to you later because I don't know if that's true. So I had a couple of... Uh, aha moments when listening to the song deeply. Mm -hmm. I've listened to it a lot. You know, like, this was a breakup album for me. So when I was going through my breakup, I was listening to it a lot and Mm -hmm. just crying my eyes out at work and, you know, all the stuff that you do. Um, But I was listening to it mostly on, like, laptops or phones. Mm. Not high quality, you know. There is a difference. Yeah. And, like, like, putting it on the headphones and listening to it for the podcast the first thing that struck out to me is like those backup vocals mm-hmm. in the the harmonies in the chorus are not John. Uh, wow, I don't I don't know that I thought about that. Yeah, it's very clear. Oh, that's not John. Do mm-hmm. you know who it is? No. It is Al Jardine, one of the founding members of the Beach Boys, and his son Mike. Wow, that just rocks my world. John Mayer randomly runs into him at Capitol Studios, what? passing by in the hall. Hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? Mm-hmm. And just like throwing away, Al goes, hey, if you ever have anything for me to sing on. And John goes, hold on a minute. And it's a song about the ocean. He's I mean, like, not really. Right. Yeah. He's like, I'm trying to do this Beach Boys type mm-hmm. thing with this vocal harmony in the song. It'd be great, you know. And so he what? and his son come in and those those vocal harmonies that you hear in the chorus are one of the founding members of the Beach Boys and a second generation Beach Boy. First of all, that's crazy. Yeah. Second, I feel like you jumped into song bio before we talked about John and the news. Oh, I'm accident. so sorry. Well, this no, is the song bio. Yeah. yeah. Just talking. Oh, I said I had two aha moments. Okay, go ahead. Let me give you one okay. other one. One other one? There's two. And, and, so. and <laughs> the this is this maybe controversial, <laughs> and I can't verify it. I don't know for sure that this is true. Okay. I think that the solo is on a nylon string guitar. And I found some people on the internet who agree with me. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, he's not doing that live because he's playing it on his steel string acoustic. All the live videos I've seen, he's playing it on the steel string acoustic. Mm-hmm. It could be. But just listening closely to it, the tonality of it, made me initially think that's got to be a nylon string guitar, mm-hmm. which I can't think of another time. And feel free to jump in the comments and help me out here, all you guitar players. I, I, it's not something that I've heard on a John Mayer song otherwise. Cool. <laughs> that was very controversial. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you're like, no way. You're totally you're wrong, wrong about that. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. Anyways, let's talk John about the John news. and the news. We've got two news topics. I'll start with the one I like first. Okay. I am so annoyed. Is it all the pics that you sent me? <laughs> yes. Yes, okay. First of all, I would have loved to see Harry Styles at concert. Second, I for sure would have gone if I knew John Mayer was going to be there, sitting in totally attainable seats. 
So if you go on Instagram, it's just littered with pictures and videos of John at the Harry Styles concert. One of like, I don't know, five. Isn't he there for like a week or something? Yeah, he's doing a couple shows in a row. Like Harry's John did. house. Yeah. yeah. And he's just next to some teenage girls and boas who are clearly there for Harry by their outfits. Mm-hmm. Well, obviously, that's why you go to the concert. Yeah. I'm not at all impressed by who they're sitting next to. And it almost appears like he just went like, hey, I'm going to go hear Harry Styles. Like, I have the ability to do that on his own. Mm-hmm. Lots of pictures with him with fans leaving, which we were laughing about because his hands are folded in front of him and he leans right. in. And I was like, why is he doing this? And you said it's like Keanu's floating hand. Yeah, he's making sure he's staying out of trouble. You can see my hands in every picture. I think it's a COVID thing, but I think probably somewhere in between. But then I thought, your yeah, your take was, oh, it's a COVID policy. It's a pretty yeah. good idea as well. Yeah, because in my photo with John, he does have his arm around me. And then I sent you a bunch of pictures from Chris Brown's meet and greets and yeah. said, that that's my style. I'm going to be doing yeah. I'm gonna be doing prom <laughs> style photos with my fans. Oh my God, I love a prom style photo with John Murray. That'd be hilarious. And then I just sent you a deluge of pictures of me like hugged up on people. Then there were a lot of photos of you. <laughs> My favorite was the one of us that I had sent yeah. you. And yeah. I was like, yeah, I sent you. Okay. <laughs> but you see the closeness there, the physical because closeness. we know each other. Yeah. You would take a photo like that with a stranger? Um, Maybe, if they were giving off good vibes. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, that's pretty much it. Just he went to the Harry Styles concert. People got to see him. He he dances so cute. You can tell he loves the music and he's having so much fun. It's the second video I've seen of him at a Harry Styles concert. So, as it was, mm-hmm. the Harry Styles song has broken all kinds of, like, records. Like, mm-hmm. billboard records and stuff like that. And up until about a month ago, I'd never heard it. How? It had been like this massive hit that I somehow had escaped me. Do you not have a radio like in your car? Well, I don't have a radio in my car actually. That's correct. Yeah. Oh, well, I, uh, I guess I got to the root of it. <laughs> I only listen to Spotify in the car. I'm busy you listening to, to Mayor Studies podcast. No, all right. I can't be listening to the listen radio. You have to listen to the radio so you can keep up with the kids. Um, that's what TikTok's for. And so anyways, <laughs> uh, I was like, oh, okay. I keep hearing about the song. I got to put it on. And I put it on. I was like, oh, it's this song. Okay, I had a similar experience. Yeah, I'd heard it. I didn't associate it. I'd heard it in passing, like in the no, grocery store. No, it doesn't store sound like Harry Styles. Gym. I hadn't associated it with Harry Styles. Yeah. I was like, oh, I love this song. And someone said something about it being a Harry Styles song. I was like, no, 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 it's this song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, apparently that's him. It doesn't and, sound like him. And it does. I mean, when you listen now to it, it does. Now it does, yeah. yeah but, but also my wife, who is not a musician, I was so proud of her that she made this connection. She was like, this song sounds exactly like Take On Me by AHA. Mm. And I'm like, it really does. And so then we went to YouTube and searched it. And of course, there's a million people who have mixed yeah. those two songs together. Yeah. Because um, it, it works. I do hear that. I wouldn't have been able to do that on my own. Yeah. But good for her. Yeah, I was very proud of her. The next John in the news. It's not even really John in the news. Yeah, it is. It's Taylor Incidentally, Swift in the news. He doesn't want to be in the news, but he's there. He awoke in the middle of the night. He felt a disturbance in the force. At midnight? Yep, in midnight. missed an opportunity there. Uh. So Taylor Swift put out an album. I don't know why I'm talking in this tone. I actually love Taylor Swift's music. Taylor Swift put out an album called Midnight. Mm-hmm. And track number 19, which is how old she was when she dated. And I use air quotes. I don't know that those two dated. I'm going to say something controversial here. Do it. Do it. I love controversial did, did they date? They banged. That's for sure. No. No. You, no, 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 because no Jake way... Gyllenhaal, I don't have time to get into that. We need to get into it because there's... No, this isn't a Taylor Swift podcast. Okay. I, I didn't even Fair want to talk about Fair it at enough. all. There is evidence in her music and Easter eggs, etc., that would indicate that the first time she had intercourse was with someone else later. Because it was supposed to be Jake Gyllenhaal. Really? Yeah, and the song... I don't know. I'm not like one of those Swifties. I just like her music. Didn't she date like Harry it has, Styles like, a scarf first? in it. Yeah, and he allegedly broke up with her because she didn't want to go out, and, and she, she wasn't promiscuous, and she just hung out with her cats. She dated a Jonas bro, too, who he broke the, up with her via text. No, but he had the ring, and she had the ring on, the, like, celibacy ring when they yeah, dated. Yeah, but didn't Demi put out her, okay. Demi's book, Demi's, like... This is why I didn't want to talk about this, okay. it is so off track. Okay, okay. I'm just going to say, I'm going to keep it concise. She already wrote Dear John, which people think is about John. Mm-hmm. I don't know where they get that from the title. Right. Then... She's now put out this song, track number 19. She was 19 when she quote unquote dated him. She's never been like, I dated John Mayer. Mm -hmm. John Mayer has never been like, I dated Taylor Swift. Mm -hmm. They did that song that she didn't even appear in the video for. She was just background vocals. Yes, Half of My Heart. Yes. And there's a few pictures of them together from that time frame only at award shows. They weren't Mm -hmm. like out to dinner or getting ice cream at a bar or anything. I'm not Taylor Swift. I'm not John Mayer. I don't know if they dated or not. I'm Mm -hmm. just saying for a traditional... A celebrity couple breakup song, usually you have like hard evidence. Especially if you date Taylor Swift. I'm saying. Taylor Swift is not, has never been like too yeah. afraid to like. Now I'm not saying that maybe they, while they're making that song, mm-hmm. 
had like a flirt mance, if mm -hmm. you will. And like maybe he did or didn't like toy with her emotions or maybe, I just don't think those two actually dated. And no one, I saw one person on the internet who agreed with me, but I'm just like, I don't, she could be mad and they could have never dated. That's true. Like you could be mad at someone who you meet on like a dating app and never actually meet in person. Yeah. I don't know if you should make that many songs about it, but anyway. So I didn't listen to the song and I can't even remember what it's called, but people are like, ooh, it's another song about John Mayer. And I'm like, I can't do this again. Because yeah. then my whole feed, especially for the Mayer Studies Instagram right. was just, and then all my, the pages I've joined that are fan pages, like of John Mayer, because I like to keep my finger on the pulse of what people want to hear. Right. It was all about Taylor Swift. Oh. And that's all. What do you want to say? You're so excited. Because you want to talk about the paper doll. Oh, well, I just want to say, like, this isn't the time for this. I understand. We got to no, talk about our own No, but you're excited song. now. You feel like yeah, it's a good time. Yeah, if only there was another opportunity at some point in the future where we could do a <laughs> deep dive into this Taylor John romance. Oh, say, like, maybe next week when I choose Paper Doll. No, it's my turn next week. It's my turn next week. This is the fan pick. Oh, no. I was all ready to do Comfortable. Now we're doing Paper Doll? When we go into Paper Doll and we dive... All the way in to the Taylor and John fiasco. Way too excited. Let's talk about Emoji of a Wave song bio. We're 11 minutes in. We haven't talked about this song yet. Don't worry, friends. We'll come back to some more Taylor and John nonsense next week. Anger's going to start offering in Spotify podcasts that are video podcasts. Like uh -huh. I think it's, it's up now. We just don't use it. Uh -huh. and we need to because the way you are using your hands like an Italian person right now, it's like talking to me. <laughs> it's not Italian, by the way, but they're everywhere. Like you're like karate chopping. I am. I up. <laughs> now we hit hands. Okay. Song okay, bio. Song bio. Song bio. This song is on the search for everything. We talked about the search for everything once before when we did still feel like your man but it was right. a long time ago so it bears kind of repeating some of the big things this was when john who I, I give a ton of credit to he was really ahead of the curve here started playing with release methods and not just doing the standard here's a single and then my album will come yeah out. i love that yeah and releasing them in wait for it waves wow i'm in awe of you had a clap but i'm holding my water thank Good you job. Good job. um and so uh in the you know he, he put out two waves of uh this album and then the full album. Uh, so we first heard it on one of the releases, one of the EP releases, was when the first time we heard this song, Emoji of a Wave. Uh, it's Pino Palladino on bass. Pino's on the entire album. He's a bass player here. There are no drums on this record. There is some percussion, like light percussion in it. I couldn't quite figure out who it was. It may have been Lenny Castro because he's usually his percussionist. Could have been Aaron Sterling who was the drummer on the record, but I couldn't find where it was credited, so I'm not entirely sure who to give credit to there, but there is some light percussion going on there. There's also some electric keys that is very prominent in the song. I would dare to say more prominent than the guitar even for most of the song. And it's, I don't remember the cat's name now who played it, but he's like an old school like jazz cat who's been around for forever, played with like Nora Jones, Michael mm, McDonald. Nora Jones. Yeah, um, who has done music with John as well. Mm -hmm. Um, so, you know, he, he come, came in and do it and did that. And then John on everything else, except for the, the, the nugget I little dro dropped earlier, the Jardines, uh, on the background vocals. Which is so cool. That's a cool, I wonder if people knew that fact. I'm usually up on random facts I like did, that. I, you know, again, that was my process. I listened to it. It's like, that's not John singing. I wonder who it is. And then I found it and found him giving an interview where he nice. talked about how, how it came to pass. Mm -hmm. Um, it was, the song is not a single. Um, but there is a ton of uh, really great scholarship on it in the fan community. Scholarship. Yeah. So I've got a couple of theories here that I'm super excited to run off at you. Ooh, okay. Yeah. That I, I, and I'm not going to take credit for them. I got them from the community. I got them oh, from the Oh, of John what Mayer. the song's yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, when we get there. Okay. You yeah. have, you, I have you've the same heard it? theories okay. as okay. you. Yeah. Okay. I have some quotes from him. Okay, cool. But we'll get there. Yeah, so, I, I, so there's a lot of... Uh, yeah, we'll get no, it. We're not get there, there yet. Yeah. yeah, so favorite or notable versions. I like the album version, but there's some great videos from the Search for Everything tour, which I didn't get to go see, nice. of him singing it that I like also. This is weird. Mm. I fall. I fell so in love with the album version. I didn't want to listen to anything else. So you didn't. I didn't. Interesting. I, it's I, pretty close. I did a YouTube search to see what was out there. Mm -hmm. Was it all Search for Everything tour? Search for Everything tour, and I did. I, I take it back. I did listen to him play a minute and a half of it on Current Mood. Oh, I don't remember that. Yeah, he did a minute of a and a half. Did he just, you enjoy like, that? He said, "This is a halfie for my friend Andy." 
Mm. What I'm assuming is Andy Cohen. Yeah. And so he just played like a verse and a chorus, hit a really terrible jazz chord at, to end the song because he was ending it early and mm-hmm. he was just being John. But uh, what I enjoyed about it is he is so comfortable with his talent. He mm-hmm. is so comfortable with his skill that he was like changing the song and moving the melody line, but it was just it just felt effortless. It felt very natural. Like it was just flowing out of him like a wave. Like it was just coming. If you say wave one more time, it's then, like a drinking game for them. Right? Take a shot every time Lucas makes a wave pun. Um, this isn't like, I don't know where else to put this. I'm going to talk about it here. Yeah, I'm going to talk about it here. Yeah. That in when he performs it live, but especially on the album version, mm-hmm. it, I just feel like his voice sounds different. So I love, that was one of the things I noted. I said the production was great, the mixing was great. I love the vocal treatment on his voice. It's so subtle that if you listen to it on the radio, you're not going to hear any effect on his voice. Mm-hmm. Listening to that verse with headphones on really closely, he sounds like he's in my living room. Like he is right here. It's mm-hmm. immediate. It's present. Mm-hmm. Like it sounds great. The recording quality of it is great. Then as it gets bigger and he starts singing louder, you can hear a little bit more. There's a reverb in there. There's even some echo, some some very, very tasteful delay there. It, I think his voice sounds great mm. on the song. Um, the verse is very low for him, mm-hmm. so he's not singing it loud because he can't. He can't push enough air down there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the chorus gets pretty belty for him. And John's not a big belty guy, mm. but he gets to move some air in the chorus, which is yeah. not something he always gets to do. So I think it's, I, I love it. Well, and it just has like some sort of calming presence, almost like he's talking, especially mm-hmm. at the start. I don't know. I don't know what, again, it's awesome that I have a podcast and I can't articulate things, but it's like. She said, well, using the word articulate. Yeah, exactly. It's like, he's. Like, almost like how you said he's right there and, like, a not breathy at all. Because there are certain songs where I'm like, no. oh, this is very breathy. It is yeah. just, like, pure, like, this is how my voice just sounds. Yep. Like, when not when I'm not trying. Right. But when I'm just speaking to you from an emotional place, mm-hmm. like, this is what it is. And, like, I, you feel, like, you feel, like, physical closeness. Like, mm-hmm. you said, like, oh, I feel like he's in the living room. And I felt, like, physical and emotional closeness. Yeah. I just felt, like, stripped kind of and raw. Intimacy. Yeah, all it's those intimate. words. Yeah. yeah, basically, we're in love. Yeah, I'm just, yeah. <laughs> me I, and John, I, not me and Lucas. <laughs> right. I think we all know what you meant. Anytime love and you Probably, is thrown together. Yeah. Um, I, I, yeah, at this point in his career, he had fixed the breathiness issues that he kind of had early on. Mm-hmm. And he's just much more in command of his instrument. It's, it's, yeah, really, really great job. Nice. Okay, so now we can talk about song meeting. You seemed really excited to share what we both probably found out. So why don't you take okay. it away? Well, first of all, there are, there is, John has said what the song's about. He's right. on record of having said it multiple times. I was able Correct. to find multiple sources of him. Of it being about an ex-girlfriend. About it being about an ex-girlfriend. Okay. And do you, you know, the, do you want to share the story? I'll let you share the story. And then that I'm... she sent an emoji of a wave mm-hmm. and that he just knew what she meant and he sent it back. On, on a Sunday night. Oh, he it was. Oh, no, I didn't know that. They were going through a breakup and it was on a Sunday and it was on a Sunday night and Mm -hmm. uh, she'd get the wave. Yeah, I did write down Sunday night. Yeah, because he said that before in another thing, like your ex is going to reach out to you on Sunday Sunday night. night. Yeah. Yeah. Sunday night is when you think about a lot of things. And he said before that that happened, that you could love someone and it ended, but the love didn't end. Yeah, the relationship ended, but mm -hmm, not the love. Which is very powerful because we've all been there. Yes. Like, where are you supposed to do with all that? Right. Where do you put it? In an emoji of a wave, apparently. Well, okay. Uh, oh, with all the love I have inside my veins for you. What am I supposed uh, uh, New Light. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing? I was like, what is that song? He would say, literally says that. Well, we had a lot of comments when we get to um, feedback from people on Instagram of them comparing lines uh-huh. from this that are in other songs of his. Yes. Which I thought yes. was interesting that I didn't catch. And I'm really usually good at catching that. Yeah. But I didn't this time and they did. That's why they're here. I also like that he said that if you've ever loved someone, mm-hmm. you'll always love them. Maybe. I think so. I think to some degree. I I I I don't believe that love is permanent. I don't think that's what he's saying. 
So if I love somebody, that frozen in time version of me that I can no longer access will mm. always love them in time. But that's not who I am anymore. When you've loved someone, you don't have this like a little something inside you, a little something in your heart that has a special spot for them? Sometimes. Sometimes it completely goes away. Yeah, I mean, sometimes things can end so ugly, too. Yeah, and hurt. like I, I, I'm a, I take a much more active view of love, mm -hmm. personally. It's not something that happens to me. Mm -hmm. It's something that I'm a, a participant in. Sure. And so for me, if I'm not participating in it, mm -hmm. um, then at some point it's just not what I would consider love anymore. Yeah, I think it comes down to personalities, whereas mine is very um, not like attached to things, mm -hmm. like my attachment to inanimate objects mm -hmm. that I have, um, and wanting like not everyone to necessarily like me, but wanting if something ends, it mm -hmm. needs to be like be packaged up nicely, mm -hmm. like a bow and stuff. So maybe that's why I'm all, oh no, there's still love there. And I see where you're a whole different personality. Yeah, I, mine, I'm so. way more utilitarian, Yeah, right? Is this doing me any good? Is there any use here? No, that I don't need to hold on to it for sentimental reasons. Yeah, oh gosh, no, I love sentimental reasons. Yeah. My garage is filled with things that hold on to <laughs> for sentimental reasons. And like, don't get me wrong, I'm a sentimental man yeah, too. Yeah, absolutely. But only about the things that are currently in my life. Yeah, like my your, kids, your current mood. My wife, <laughs> yes, that stuff for sure. So we haven't no. bothered to talk about what the wave means. Do you want to take that? Um, what John said the wave was. So there's a lot of conversation. I, if, you, if you hadn't heard what John said and you think about this, people are like, is it a water wave or is it a hand wave, right? Oh, well, it's a water wave because of the artwork. Right. <laughs> but if you don't have that context, if you're just hearing the song and reading the lyrics, the hand wave makes more sense of what emoji are you going to send to an ex? You're going to just say, like, I don't have words for you. I just want you to know I'm thinking of you. And it's uh, a high. I mean, right? I see that, but obviously yeah. the wave carries so much more And so that, that's what I love about this song is mm -hmm. there is John's official interpretation. There yeah. are entirely other very valid interpretations. We know this is a heartbreak album. We know this is yeah. a breakup album. John has said this is about a relationship being ending and breaking up. Mm -hmm. I can 100% sustain a reading of this song that says it's just a relationship in peril. Mm -hmm. That you're not broken up. Mm -hmm. You're going through a rough patch, but you're still together. And we can point out lyrics that would... Yeah, no, I agree with that. Yeah. I, first of all, I never knew the thing about the ex-girlfriend. I've never known the elephant in the room we haven't said yet, that the ex-girlfriend is Katy, Katy Perry, Perry. Which I don't know if he's ever said... Well, but he said that other I still feel like your man were, is about Katie, yeah. and they had just broken up. So I'd say we could say with ninety nine percent. I feel very safe saying this is about Katie. Perry. Yeah, I never read this as a broken up, someone reaching out. I read it as an influx, like mm -hmm. a relationship ending, kind of slow dancing in a burning room vibes. There's um, a lot of comparisons to slow dancing in the burning room. Yeah. Where... So, but then he, when he goes on stage and literally says what it is, yeah, you still can interpret art how you want. But right. it's like, well, that clears that up, and then it makes sense to read it that way too. So well, some, someone on Reddit said that like slow dancing in the burning room is still being in the relationship mm -hmm. and knowing it's doomed. Uh, emoji of a wave is the relationship is over. Yeah, because the water put the fire out. Oh. oh. Okay, I got to get the theory out there now. This There's is another gonna, theory? There, oh, yeah. This is going to take you thinking it's about Katy Perry from 90 to 100. No, I said 99, but okay. Okay, from 99 to 100. Okay, 1%. Let's go. Oh, honey. Mm-hmm. Kind of condescending. It's weird. Not I, in I this can't, context. I can't pull it off. I can't say, oh, honey, in any context yeah, no, that no is one not ever condescending. Should, right? I guess. Unless... So it stands out a little bit. Mm -hmm. We know this is a breakup album from Katy Perry. Mm -hmm. Katy Perry appeared on the sitcom How I Met Your Mother. Okay. Do you know what her character's name was on the sitcom? It was Honey? It was Honey. And the episode, That's too on a, the nose. it's a running joke on the episode. Her character isn't very bright. Mm -hmm. And so the main characters keep going, oh, honey. Oh, then it's not too on the nose. That's, I mean, it is too on the nose, but because that would have been years and years before, right? When she was on that. I don't, I don't know the timetable there of when she was on the show, the but the show's been over for on. a while. Yeah. yeah. So it had so, to have been. Um, wow. And you know what I Mm -hmm. I fancy myself such a John Mayer fan, mm -hmm. not the fan who knows like his birthday and his favorite color or mm -hmm. whatever, but like I know his dog's name, I know what songs are about, right. and apparently I knew nothing about this song. <laughs> <laughs> nothing at all. I learned it all this week. Right. And so that, that's not something he's come out and said like, oh yeah, I said, oh honey, because Katie's character he. was honey. Right. Yeah. But it sounds like something that he would do. Yeah. Right. It's just a, a loving allusion to this person. He's like, mm -hmm. the whole song is about, I still love you. Yeah. You know, and just that reference of like, 
You wow. know, how do I talk about you without talking about now you? Now I'm hearing the song is Oh Katie, Oh right? Katie, and every time it says honey, and it's making me feel sad. Yeah. Wow. So that's, the, and, and, and there are people on the internet who are like, this is 100% right, 100% confirmed. And then people are like, oh, show us the receipts. How is it confirmed? Yeah, what do you say? It? Yeah. yeah. But yeah. I, I mean, yeah, it probably did take me up that 1%. Yeah. Because that's all the room I had to. Because otherwise, oh, honey, is just kind of a weird use there. My One of my biggest pet peeves in life is like, it, like when you're at the store, uh -huh. like someone, babe, honey, sweetie, dear, mm -hmm. I don't, why? But then I also got mad when people started calling me ma'am. Because mm. I was like, how dare you think I'm old enough to be called ma'am? Right. I'm clearly still 22. <laughs> so I just want them to use my name or say nothing. But in this way, I always took it as like, oh, honey. Like, I never took it as a condescending honey. Yeah. I, I, I just, I feel like it's almost impossible to do oh, honey and it not be condescending. When you read it in this context, I think it removes all the condescension for me. Look, honey. I <laughs> <laughs> okay, now I hear it. Yeah. So that's a great segue into lyrics. Yeah. There's a lot of oh, honeys in here. A lot of oh, honeys. Suspiciously yeah. now. Do you want to know my favorite lyric? I would love to know your favorite lyric. I said this one other time. It's all of them. Mm, and it was good. really it's, it's hard good. to pick out specific lyrics. And this is one of those cases where if I really, you know, I can't read every Instagram comment. Mm -hmm. But if I wanted to, I could have pieced the entire song together. Mm -hmm. Like I could have cut and pasted yeah, and made everyone it. everyone likes yeah, some part of it. it. Well, no one was really pulling out the oh honeys. But right. um, really, really, especially your heart is where my head should be. The yeah. dissonance is killing me, which I know I just, see, I when I was preparing for this, I'm mm -hmm. like, oh, we already did this song mm. because I remember telling you, but I think it was at Chipotle, our first oh, meeting uh -huh. about the podcast. I said, oh, there's this one time I had to look up a word in one of his songs and right. it was dissonance because I didn't know what it meant. Mm -hmm. um, so that one always. Do you want to share with the audience what it means in case someone's in your same same seat? It's like a, no, because I want to do it bad and you're going to do it so good. It's like a musical term. Mm -hmm. So I thought it was just like a word word. Right. And it's for like when two sounds are opposite or something. Yeah, and they don't go together. Yeah. It's not harmonious. It's it sounds off. Yeah. It's it's uh like playing two notes that don't belong together. So, but do people use dissonance in, yes. a, in a different like a word? Yeah, that have we, nothing to do we with use music. dissonant to mean just like it's not harmonizing, it's yeah. not working together. Mm -hmm. It's we so it's the term called cognitive dissonance which is where something doesn't make make sense and you're having a hard time. Like you hold a position, but you're holding another position because of some, you know. Do you know what I think has dissonance? What? Carrot cake. Oh, I love carrot cake. We talked talk about, about this, this on the podcast. Last time, okay. Your mom sent you one, right? Last time I Maybe talked about. Maybe she'll send you one again. I was just going to say, last time I talked about carrot cake on the podcast, a carrot cake showed up at my house, which is like. You're welcome. We need to talk about like. You know what I really a love? Dollars. A million dollars. <laughs> See if it will show up I in my house. I would just take like $25. Shout outs to my mom. It was the sweetest thing. That I was just, actually really cute. Oh my God. Like, this Paula, the, I like chocolate chip cookies. This, this is the woman who raised me, man. Like, what am I supposed to do? She's, She's so incredible. She's so special. She totally stepped up while we were gone and like helped out with the kids so much. Like we were really like stressing out because she was supposed to be gone. Mm -hmm. Because she travels a lot. Her and her husband travel a lot. They're both retired. I love that for them. But she had like a doctor's appointment and like she got called for jury duty. So she's like, oh, I'm going to be in town. Do you need help with the kids? I'm like, yes. Yeah. Because we were super stressed out and she just like took over and she was just, she was amazing. She's uh, incredible. I'm such a, a lucky person to have her in my life. I'm a lucky person to have known her through you. She's one of my favorite parent moms for sure. If you ever like, people say, oh, you're so happy and you're so optimistic and upbeat. It's like you doing an impersonation of your mom. Yeah, if you ever wonder where it yeah. comes from, that's, that's When you are in mom. like peak excited, happy mode like uh -huh. you are tonight, uh -huh. it's like, oh, this is nice here. <laughs> uh, what's your favorite lyric or what do you want to talk about lyric So, wise? you know, I love the whole thing except for one line. So let me talk about what I don't like. Uh, like you always do. Okay, go well, ahead. Well, it's, 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 you know, there's lots that I like. I don't like... Uh, and it's so good. And verse two. What? No, yes. And you're saying yes. everything I wish you would. That's a great and it's line. So good. No, it doesn't. It's, it doesn't work. It's, it's He's bad. been talking to himself just to hear her. Yep. And she's saying everything that he wishes she would, and it's so good. It's so generic. You're it's so generic. nondescript. No, you are just. We know I'm for generic. We've talked about this. I am with. Kirkland Brand John Mayer. By definition, I'm generic. It's like Ben's back on the podcast. No. That lyric is fine. No, you're it's, just being picky. It's a throwaway line. You're in a throwaway a, line in a song that is otherwise incredibly well. What crafted. did you want him to say? You don't have a problem with anything before that. Just and it's so good is just your problem. Just and it's so good is the problem. Yeah. 
So I don't have a problem. I, I honestly don't have a problem with any other lines in the song. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them I think are really beautiful. Yeah. You don't have to try so hard to hurt me. <laughs> don't worry. I've been right. thinking about you too. Right. Like, oh. We've been there. Yes. And it, it, it may not, and it may not even be the other person trying to hurt you. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the other person is just living their life. I mean, me and my wife just talked about this the other day. I may, I may have actually talked about it on the podcast before too. Mm-hmm. Um, while her and I were split up, we were at one of your cousin's birthdays, you and I yes. together. Mm-hmm. And she posted these pictures and I immediately, that was it. That was ruined my life. She looks so hot in the pictures mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, this is my ex. And I'm just like, oh, just death and destruction raining down upon me. I was having a great time. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, I'm over here like all hamleting myself out, like to be or not to hamleting. be. Um, and so like me and her talked <laughs> about. Is that a verb now? <laughs> hamlet. I'm teaching Hamlet in my, in my 10th grade class. So it's on the tip it. of my tongue right now. Um, Give me my pen back. <laughs> and so me and her were ta- talked about it the other day, and she's like, "That had nothing to do with you." Of course it didn't. Right? Yeah, she's and just living her life. I'm like, I know, but for me, you did that to ruin me. You were yeah. trying to destroy me from oh, my yeah, point of view. Oh yeah, so much of it is just in her own head. Yeah. Analysis. So that Absolutely. thing, you don't have to, you know, like, I'm I'm thinking about you. Um, I also uh, really love um, the last pre-chorus. Mm-hmm. In shuttered dream, will sleep at night. Mm-hmm. Because you think of like, so when a business, when a business closes, we call it shuttered, right? Mm-hmm. That business is shuttered. Like this is closed for a business. Yeah. But the building is still there. Mm-hmm. You can still see it. Like a blockbuster. You just can't go in it. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's how this feels. Like that person is still there, especially if they're Katy Perry and you can. They're very much there. Yeah. Yeah. And you can still see them. Yeah. And they still look like the person you used to wake up next to. Yeah. But you can't go there. Well, I don't think like she wakes up looking like that because she puts well, a lot of You know stuff the whole on. thing about how she wakes up, right? You remember like the thing with Russell Brandt, her first husband? I know that they were married. Yeah, so part of the dissolution of their marriage is um and this isn't why they broke up, but it was part in, in her documentary. This is a part of like why she was explaining why the relationship didn't work is like he took a picture or a video of her and posted it to Instagram, like first thing in the morning with her waking up, mm. talking about like how she looked, like making fun of the way that she looks when she wakes up and everything. Aww. Yeah. She's like, this, that wasn't support. That wasn't yeah. like, you know, yeah. love. That it was like, oh, look, my wife's so beautiful naturally would have been right, supportive. Right. So in that same area, I actually love, it takes all the love I have to oh, say, that's so I good. know we're going to be okay. Oh, that's so good. It breaks my heart. And every time he says it breaks my heart, it's so painful. But I think what we're not talking about is the waves. Mm-hmm. So I just think that what's interesting about this song is absolutely it was about a relationship mm-hmm. about another person and like oh the pain mm-hmm. of not being with you right now is coming over me like a wave and it's gonna go away and i just gotta get through it it's gonna be okay but like i've always thought oh it's interesting because you can apply that to anything mm-hmm. like physical pain being sick oh, anxiety sure. yeah. and that's what a lot of people identified with on instagram too They're like i get what the song is about but to me i use it for this or it got me through this and I think that it's such an interesting analogy. And also, when someone sends you an emoji of a wave and you write a song about it, like, do they get song credit? No. Do you have to send them money? No. I think Katie's doing all right. No, I think she is too. But I'm just like, it's interesting when you think about that. Like, not like, I don't want to bring it back to Taylor Swift specifically, but she's such a great example of someone writing songs about people uh-huh. and, and being like, oh, I write songs about my exes. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell you who. But, right. you know, this happens. Like, I don't know. Do you owe them something for no. inspiring it? Do you owe them something for being a jerk to you? (laughs) Probably Um, not. Did you notice, speaking of the chorus, Uh the very last, so it's always, I just hold on, I just hold on until Until it's gone. Except for the very last chorus of the song, until it's gone. I know. And he knows that that relationship is not coming back, that ship has sailed. And he also knows, because this is not his first heartbreak, Mm -hmm. that time heals. It does. And so he's got to hold on through this hard part. Mm -hmm. And eventually... It'll be gone. It's my favorite thing about time. Yeah. That's how it heals stuff. Yeah. I just wish it would do it faster, but then it wouldn't be time. All right. I think I'm done with lyrics then. Let's you and me both. Let's say. do some listener feedback. All right. Let's let's do that. So first of all, the play-skip ratio, 86% play, 14% skip. I was surprised the skip was so high. You know, there's times that I've skipped this song because it's sad and mm. I don't want to be sad. That's fair. I will never skip again after this. No, I won't just, either. I've fallen so in love Beautiful with it. Beautiful song. I, and, you know, I'm in a... Maybe it's just because today, and I'm happy today, but I'm in a good enough place that I'm emotionally divorced from the song, that it doesn't particularly take me to any place dark. I just get to, like, revel in the beauty of the way it sounds. Emotionally divorced from the song. Yeah. 
At Heidi Stromero says, it's such a beautiful, sweet song, it's hard to put into words. I feel you, because I host a podcast, and sometimes I can't find the words. Well, we've been putting it into words for the last 35 minutes, so. <laughs> That's true. At BQB says, fave lyric, your heart is where my head should be. So she's representative of the many people who yeah. commented on that. That's a very popular one. Um, and then Holly AC589 said her favorite lyric was, I just hold on until it's gone, mm -hmm. and you don't have to try so hard to hurt me. So I think we're all on the same page. J.Rock.Yo said, I love that he's trolling Android users with the title, well, LOL. I laughed so hard. I never share these in the story, but I mm -hmm. had to share that one because I was just like, that's hilarious. But people the, with Androids have emojis now, right? The amount of hate I get from you people. I've, I hate when people don't have iPhones. And by you people, Me. I mean iPhone havers. Because everyone, all, like all my musician friends have iPhones no, too. No, just everyone has iPhones. That's but not you true. And Amy. Look it up. 72% of all phones that are sold are Androids. There is no way that's accurate. That's sis. not real. Look it up. I'm not going to look it up. I, I got that from a TikTok, so... So why don't you look it up then, you <laughs> clown? <laughs> At Kiera... And yes, we have emojis. I'll send you an emoji of a wave tonight just to prove it. No, but sometimes I send people emojis and like, like when I get through. new ones, they yeah. don't come through. Yeah. yeah. At... Kiera FRFR says, very cool picking pattern. Oh, finger picking. Oh, okay. Yeah. I knew you'd know what to say. Yep. And, it is. Okay. It's, it's actually certain, like a lot of people are talking about how surprisingly hard it is to play this. So. Well, a lot of his songs get that. Mm -hmm. At Tam, oh, at Tam Aubrey said, I heard about Katie texting him with a single wave emoji and she put the wave emoji. Mm -hmm. Then he just went on overthinking. So that's actually, she was the one who taught me that. Mm. Tam Aubrey, if I'm saying her name right. At J. Allen Clark said, So John really wanted to just name this, and then he put the emoji of a wave. Mm -hmm. And it's someone else says this later. You know, I'll wait till they get to that. Because no. someone else said something really interesting about that. At Juan Hector underscore 28 said, um, been talking to myself just to hear you. It stings in a healing way that someone else felt that. Mm. And that I think is what a lot of John's music is about. Is yeah. be feeling heard and seen and validated. Like, oh, I felt that way too. Yeah. And him just kind of expressing stuff that you feel. At Rachel Bowman 97 underscore said, probably in my top five favorite John Mayer songs. So relatable and honest. And I don't know where to stick this in my list because I'm not going to say it's top five. But I think it's probably crept into top ten now mm. after preparing for the podcast. Yeah. What do you think? I feel the same as you. It's yeah. it's not going to be one of my Pantheon songs, but it is a darn good song. It is. It really is. I feel like I didn't sleep on it. I've always liked it, right. but I didn't appreciate it. It that. really made me want to do more music from this album, mm -hmm. but I couldn't pass up the opportunity to bring some paper <laughs> dolls to the table. Finally, also Paradise Valley has been very underrepresented on our podcast. It really has. It's his least, it's his worst album. Let's just put it out there. Is it? It's my least favorite album of his. I probably, I don't, I mean, I don't not like it, but if I had to rank them, it would yeah. probably be at the bottom. Yeah. A very special Instagram follower, at Shan Sizzle. Oh, hey, I know her. Yes, because it's your sister. I shared a womb with her. Or I guess we didn't no, share it at the same time. No, you're not twins. <laughs> I guess we didn't share it at the same time, but like, after I checked out, <laughs> then she checked in, right? She was like, what's this I place all about? I think some years Okay. Yeah. At Shan like eight years apart. Exactly. So. Yeah. Nothing true. You said nothing accurate right there. I can't listen to this song without crying. And then she said, it takes all the love I have to say. I know we're going to be okay. It breaks my heart with a heart emoji. And I'm just yeah. excited that Shan commented. Yeah. I love her. Hey, little sis. At Dev underscore. I'm going to see her in a few months. We're all vacationing together. Family that's vacation. the cruise? Yeah, that's the nice. cruise. Oh, we better factor that into our podcast plan. Yeah, because I'm going to be gone like a whole week. So we're going to have to. Ooh, uh oh, yeah. guys. Stay tuned. At Dev underscore Rajput10 says the chorus hits so badly that you want to have that person beside you and whatnot. Which I agree with. And I just love a comment that ends in and whatnot. Because it sounds like something I'd say. And I love a chorus that has timpani in it. He's got, there's timpani in this. It's incredible. What now? On the course to Emoji of a Wave, mm -hmm. there's timpanis. Timpanis are the big giant drums that they play in an orchestra. Oh, yeah. I wasn't going to know that. Like, you know, the, the, uh, the uh, what is the Space Odyssey movie? What year is that? 2001 Space Odyssey, the Stanley Kubrick movie. And that famous, like, no. the, the dune, dune, dune. I know what those drums yeah, are, but I've never seen that movie. Oh, I wouldn't have even seen Star Wars except for the time you made me when I was like 25, oh, 23. Okay. Moving on. 
at Vodkaholic says it's very easy to dismiss this song because of it. This, this is the comment I was talking about. It's very easy to dismiss this song because of its title, but once you listen to it, it will break your heart and then put it back together. I got to hear it live in Hong Kong and it hit me mm. so hard. And then put an emoji of a wave and an emoji of a hand waving. And I think that's true because a similar thing happened to me with this song, which is interesting because they both have a nautical theme, I guess, mm -hmm. as with Walt Grace. Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, I'm not going to listen to this. Mm -hmm. Like emoji of a wave. What are you doing? Why are you trying to be so cute? Mm -hmm. Oh, now I know the backstory. What else right. would he name it? Of course, it's an emoji of a wave. See, but I it had, was still a choice. That was a choice. I had an opposite response. I was like, this is a great title. It's so interesting. I want to listen to it. It actually drew me to it. This was the first song I listened to from this record. Really? Because of the title. It's like, what is this song about? Yeah. I want to know what this is about yeah. yeah that's fair um let's see at gidwani Naman. i'm sure i got that all kinds of wrong what i've come to love about this song is how the verses just bleed so softly into the pre-chorus and chorus the guitar part is always in the bottom and all the sections just flow so smoothly and dynamically over it through his voice and melody you never feel hit by a section but it's constantly moving just like waves. Great yeah, and I, I, I mentioned that before. I think that, that this is like the guitar is like almost the least important part of the song. Uh, it does take center stage during the solo, of course. But other than that, like the electric piano sound is kind of dominant in the beginning of the song. The strings, the mm -hmm. vocal harmonies, there's just a lot going on here. It's really, really beautiful. Sure. At Vanessa underscore Valeska, who I've been picking a lot, but she's got a lot she's of really good comments. Member, yeah. yeah. Oh, honey, you can find the same words on Still Feel Like Your Man at the end mm -hmm. of the song. Mm -hmm. And so this song begins with the same words. So I imagine this song is the sequel, Heartbreak Songs for Katy Perry. I can't imagine the face of Orlando Bloom every time Spotify decides to select for him <laughs> one of his two songs. And I thought that was really insightful. I was surprised I didn't catch that. And kudos to her. And for I, they're back to back on the tracks, too. Still feel like your man is number one and Moji Boy is number two. Are you sure? Pretty sure. That's interesting. Pretty sure. Pretty sure. Uh, okay. I don't know. It's hard to know track orders anymore in the age of streaming, right? Right. You don't yeah, need them. At Meredith Coffin says, when my toddler is having big feelings, I scoop her up, hold her close, and start with the first line, oh, honey. Mm -hmm. And this is how, you know, and there's a non-condescending oh, honey right yeah. there. And she rests her little head on my shoulder and lets me sing the song. We sway side to side while she whispers her version of the words in my ear. Mm. And her wave of emotion calms every time. Just imagine hearing a sweet little two-year-old voice whispering, I just hold on while snuggling into a big hug. Aww. Another memory seared into my heart thanks to John Mayer. I'm not crying. You're crying. <laughs> it's like my favorite thing to say in the world. And I just love that. And that was one of the many comments that spoke to how it can have multiple, you know, meanings yeah. people could take on. Even if they know it's not, you know, quote unquote right. Like, oh, this is what it turned into for me and my family. And I love stuff like that. I thought one of your favorite things to say was, you're a throwaway line. I do say you're a whatever. Yeah. And the other thing to say is snuggly and skunky. Oh. People don't know what skunky means. Persnickety. Do you I don't not use, use that persnickety as much. much anymore? No, Pal? I don't. We only use persnickety because of Dawson's Creek. Oh, okay. And then... Um, pal is your pal. term I of do, endearment. Everyone who I like, I call pal. Yeah. If you paid attention at work, you could really tell who I like. Oh, I nice. Like. It's like, what's up, pal? And then, hey. Because <laughs> that's my real mean. That's how mean I get right there. Nice. Of the hey. Um, I just want to also say, while we're talking about words that you and I like to say, mm -hmm. that one time I opened the door in a very Britney Spears era, like kind of like running track pants. They okay. were gray with a pink stripe, mm -hmm. with a pink tank top, tiny bit of midriff showing. Lord knows what else, like butterfly hair clips. Probably. Stupid. And you opened the door, and I opened the door to my house, and you were like, you look very pretentious. No. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> It was a lot meaner back then. Now no, I, yeah, I mean, I wasn't insulted. You were just like sharing how you felt about my app. And then you walked in, we watched TV, we had some brownies. It was a great time. But I was just like, okay. And then you'd be like, oops, you did it again. Oh, I always think about that, especially when I wear pink. I, oh. I think about it all the time. I don't think we've ever talked about it. Yeah, Because you we seem haven't. surprised to Yeah, it. I have no recollection of this memory that you have. Okay. Sorry for scarring you so badly that you've been carrying <laughs> this around all these years. Like I have. Not in a way that I'm mad. It just is in my head. Like, I just think about it. I don't know. Oh, I'm so sorry. When I think about you, I think about drums, pretentiousness. Oh, God. Well, I mean, that's fair. A lot of people think about pretentiousness when they think about me. But you <laughs> The know. tables have turned a little. Yeah. yeah. 
All right, so what do we do next? Now we got to rate the song. Jill, is this a quiet song mm. or is this a song turning the ladies on? Okay, the internet was a little more with me this time. Okay. We have 89% quiet song, mm -hmm. 11% turns the ladies on. And you say? Oh, I say 100% quiet song. I agree. I, I, but I'm not... Now that I understand and we've worked through a little bit why mm -hmm. some people are picking it, mm -hmm. I, I do understand that maybe they can feel touched by it or yeah. compelled or the vulnerability. The and idea that somebody could feel like this so strongly means that they could have potentially have the same feelings for me. Yeah. So I think it's Quiet Song 100%. Agreed. And I love the emotion and the feeling that it captured that I don't think's talked about in a lot of songs. Mm -hmm. Breaking up is hard. Being sad is hard. Missing someone is hard. But this very specific, like, oh, my God, it's coming over me. Right. Sunday night vibes. Oh, but then just Sunday like nights. a wave, it's slowly going to get pulled back. And mm -hmm. it'll be okay, and I'll get over it. It just really, like, drills down the I miss you breakup feeling right. into something very specific. And I love it. And I love John for writing it. All right. Uh, what do you think? You know what it just totally dawned on me? Totally, uh, whatever, but it just right. came to me. People are going to may potentially be listening to this on Halloween. We should have dressed up in costume for this one. We should have. I have skeleton. Because they can't this, see us, This though. episode. Because oh, we yeah. don't do the video thing. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Maybe they could have heard the costumes and inferred that we're, we're wearing costumes right now, guys. Happy Halloween. I posted a picture of us. In, in costume? Well, you well, I was in costume. costume. You weren't because you were like bah humbug about it. No, I got a new dress. I wore earrings that had skeletons on them. No. Oh. So that was festive. There you go. And I tried to wear cute shoes, but we all know how that ended. Yes. Uh, uh, did you say if you thought it was a quiet song? Yes, I okay. agreed with you. Got it. Uh, there, I don't have anything to add there. It's, Great. For me, it's a straight ahead quiet song. Mm -hmm. um, how much does this song make you love John Mayer? Five out of five. I totally understand that. And, and we should also probably do a scale of how much do you want to give him a hug, like in a mm -hmm. platonic, comforting way. This is, you want to offer him a blanket and a pillow. Maybe make some brownies. Or gluten-free chocolate chips. Yeah, no, we have to be gluten-free around my house, but if, like, John... If you're on the tour bus with him, or, I'm just you know. saying, like, if I, if we were... When John Mayer comes mm -hmm. on our podcast, which we'll have to record, like, at his house, because right. he wants to come to my living room and talk to a phone, right. and I imagine he has better equipment, I would risk my son's health and make real brownies and bring oh, them wow. because my brownies are legendary do you remember i do remember your brownies they're yeah. very good they're the only brownies i've ever really been into i get that from a fan. lot of people my yeah. daughter's boyfriend hates chocolate but he always asked me to make him brownies and yeah. i'm like you realize those have chocolate in them right yeah. anyways what was my point john brownies moving on you you you, you wanted <laughs> i was to, going somewhere you were you wanted to like give him a hug oh yeah and make him gluten-filled yeah. brownies yeah. maybe he's gluten-free he's not how do you know because how do you know that because no he i can see the gluten in him <laughs> he seems like a person who cares about health and stuff yeah but I, he does eat at a lot of restaurants you care about health and stuff yes yeah. you don't eat, eat a lot of gluten i eat a ton of gluten no what are you, you talking don't about? because you don't eat a lot of carbs i do eat a lot of carbs you do yeah i don't i, don't I always try to give carbs. you cookies and you're like no it just calories it's just a number of calories oh, and there has nothing to do with carbs it's all confusing i'm not a carb avoider i don't think the science supports that you need to avoid carbs i don't avoid carbs either or gluten, unless I'm at home. <laughs> that being said, if being on a keto diet or something works for you, then by all means continue. Oh yeah, no, we're that. not hating. Right. No, but don't cancel for me, us. For yeah. me, I I have had success maintaining the body that I want while eating plenty of carbs, as long as I keep my overall calorie count low. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of math and work. Um, how much do you love John from this? Five song? out of five. Yeah, I think he we're on the it. same page. Killed it. Um, my discussion question that I came with uh -huh. was uh, accidentally spoken about already because I was just going to say, do you think it could be applied in a variety of ways? And I forgot that was my discussion question and talked about it multiple times during the episode. Yeah, I, I, I mean, absent, honestly, for me, absent John's interpretation, if I had just gone through the lyrics, I would have interpreted it as a relationship that's in yes. peril. Yes. Not that the relationship is over. Mm hmm um, like the, the wave is the problem yes. and it's almost over. Because like, the line that says, it takes all the love I have to say, I know we're, we're going to be okay. okay. Mm -hmm. Like I also understand that in terms of like we broke up and we're going to be okay even though yeah. we broke up. Yeah. But within a relationship saying like, because that for me, at least that's been my experience with relationship, right? Mm -hmm. Is that on a long-term relationship, you're going to have bad times. Yeah. And, you know, the difference for me is I used to give up at the first sign of difficulty. First sign of difficulty, I was out. Mm -hmm. And I even remember that moment with, my wife now, like when we had our first fight and I'm like, I felt like Chandler being from friends mm -hmm. when he and Monica have their first fight. And he's like, so I guess this is over. And she's like, what? He's like, yeah. we had a fight. So it's got to be over. Right? Yeah. Like, 
Aw, welcome to an adult relationship, yeah. you know? Of like getting past that first fight and like, all right, I don't want to give up. Yeah. Like, I want, this is, you know, you, this is something special for me. I want to keep working through it. So, yeah. In some way, you could say this is my first adult relationship in a very Chandler Bing sort of way. <laughs> Good job. Thanks. Uh, do you have a discussion question? I don't. I've, t- I've talked about everything. We're almost I have out to of talk time about. anyway. Regardless. Yeah, I hit everything right at the top. I can hold, hold myself back. And next week, you really want to do comfortable. So next week. We're no, we're doing Paper Doll. We've got to talk about it. It's the big elephant in the room. Um, you know, last weekend, so when you're listening to this, it's going to be two weekends ago, there was a massive release in the music industry. Uh, and that was <laughs> Marsh Davis put out a new single Who called was on Way the show. Back. Yes, go listen to it on, on Spotify. It's My, a good song. Thank you. Thank you. I don't want to sing thank you. I had nothing to do with it. I don't know it. why you're saying thank you either. <laughs> I, I, I take it on behalf of my guy. Um, there is a, oh, there's going to be a live performance video that I am a part of that oh, will oh, be yeah. out soon. So yeah. that, that'll come. But, um, but also some smaller independent artist named Taylor Swift released music as well. And so. Obviously talks about that. I'm trying to give her a platform because no one's ever heard of her music. So next give, week. Give her a listen, guys. Yeah. Next week, we're going to go all in on the John the Taylor of it all. You know what we were just talking about at work? Mm. I'm not to talk about Taylor Swift again, but since you brought it up, is like how she plans like one, two, three years ahead. Mm-hmm. The Easter eggs and the videos, the looking back at videos, and she was, you know, secretly telling us this and then going on the internet herself mm-hmm. and finding her fans and liking and showing up at their house. And I'm just like, does she sleep? Which apparently she doesn't because the song's about being up at midnight. Oh, well, yeah. I just yeah. thought that's she's 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 also a brilliant songwriter. Oh, obviously. I've always said like she's not the greatest singer, but she'll have a career for as long as she wants to have a career. People are because about to come after you just for saying that. I, I don't think that that's an unpopular opinion. Mm-hmm. She's she's not going to be like compared to like Demi, mm-hmm. or like Haley, or like any of the one name singers of her generation. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's such an incredible songwriter. She'll have a career for as long as she wants because she can write. Yeah. And so she can write her own ticket. She's always going to have good songs because she makes them. Yeah. That a lot of sometimes artists kind of rise and fall based yeah. on like, are they getting good good songs or not? Yeah. She yeah. controls the pipeline, the, yeah. the the means of production. And, and if, if we want to get if we get Marxist about it, she controls the means of production. Amazing how she never runs out yeah. of ideas and songs. And anyways, uh, so we'll see you next week where we talk about comfortable. Paper doll, ladies and gentlemen, the Fine. Taylor Swift drama. You know we're gonna address it. Can't, we can't run from it, Jill. We have to face it head on. I cannot wait to put in the story if people are with me that they believe when John flat out said that song never got a chance because people thought it was about someone and it wasn't about that person. And I can't wait he to hundred percent debunk before. that. He's honest like you are. He's probably are, honest to a fault. There are infinite numbers in the world, Jill. There are infinite numbers. Oh, in the there world. we go. And on that <laughs> on that note, I'll talk to you guys next week. I will also Oh happy Halloween maybe if you're yeah. listening to this when it first comes out. Have fun. All right, bye. <laughs>